To grow your business and before you can execute any great sales process, you have to get leads first. Jesse Stoddard helps companies like yours get more clients, customers, and patients while increasing profits 24 hours per day. Okay. All right. We're on and we can talk about uh, small business marketing, digital marketing, whatever you want. So go ahead. Sure. So the first thing I had a uh, question I had for you is how are you different from all the other companies? Okay. So that's a fair question. How are we different? So the Stoddard agency is a full service marketing consulting firm and digital marketing agency. So that's two things in one. So a lot of, a lot of, uh, there's consultants and there's agencies and, and there's really not a lot of them that are strategy consulting combined with, with the uh, digital agency. And what that means is, is it means we help come up with a, with the best marketing plan. And then we also can help you execute the plan. And that's a big deal because when you, um, when you're thinking about hiring somebody to do your marketing, most of the people you're going to hire are what we call lever pull pullers and button pushers, meaning, and that, that, that sounds derogatory. I don't mean it that way, but it's people that get stuff done. They execute right. something. However, that begs the question of, well, what are they executing on? So a lot of businesses, and I even was in a conversation the other day with a guy was like, well, I just want execution. And so I said, well, what do you want to execute on? And, and his answer was very vague. Like, well, I just want my digital marketing done better. Well, what does that mean? Like there's a, there's a million ways to do digital marketing or, or any kind of marketing, right? So there's a lot of things you can waste money on. There's a lot of, you know, like in most digital marketing agencies, as long as you just keep giving them more money, they'll find more stuff to do. Right. So, but does that mean that that's effective stuff? And a lot of it will be if they're a good agency, but some of it might not be. And some of it is good for certain businesses and not others. So the biggest thing that makes us different is number one, I asked the question is what should you even be doing it at all? I'll give you an example. The other day, not the other day, literally uh, two days ago, I was on a phone call with a business owner who said uh, he was thinking about working with me and he's been wanting to for a while and he's ready to pull the trigger. But I had to ask him, I said, well, hold on a sec. What are you doing now that's working? What are you doing that's not working? Where are you at in your business? How, how has the, the, you know, the pandemic um, affected your business and what does that mean? What, like, what's the plan for the future? And that really started him thinking, he's going, well, uh, we tried this and this doesn't work. At least it didn't work that way. And, you know, I thought about this, but I was afraid to pull the trigger on that. And I did this one thing and it worked out really, really well. And it just so happened that what he had done is he had set out a, an email campaign that was a customer reacquisition uh, program, meaning let's try to get these clients back and let's offer them some reason to come back because they were all scared away because of the pandemic. But they were certainly good customers and a lot of them would come back if they just knew he was actually in business. So what he did was he sent it out and it did really well and they brought all these clients back and it increased their revenue, right? And then he's asking me, what should I do next? And I said, well, do that again. <laughs> and wait, wait, what? It's that simple? You, you know, and I didn't charge him for that. I probably could charge people just to tell them this stuff. But sometimes we don't see the forest for the trees. And when we're a business owner, we're in so inside our business that we don't look outside it to, to get that different perspective. Sometimes all you need is somebody else who's outside who has experience working with a lot of different kinds of businesses like we do to say, well, just do that. And it was free for him to do. It didn't cost him a dime. He didn't need to pay me to do it. And he literally had already done it. So all it was was a push of a couple buttons. 
And I can almost guarantee I'm going to follow up with him soon. I've done this before many, many times where he just sends out that same campaign again. And people who didn't see it last time, see it this time, you know, email deliverability is not always that great anyway. So a lot of people didn't even see his email the first time around and, or it was a bad timing. So now that same offer is going to bring in more people. It, it works every time. So in that case, I'm bringing all this up, Jorge, because that suffices to say, if I was a regular digital marketing agency, I wouldn't have that conversation. I would just right. go right into, here's how we're going to fix your SEO. And here's how we're going to do your Google ads. And here's how, you know, you need to give us money because we know what we're doing and we're the best. I don't even go there. What's the point? The point, he didn't even need to hire me. He just needed to click a couple buttons and make a bunch of money. Now, right. hopefully he'll go, well, now that he has the money, he's like, well, what can I do next? Right. And then, right. then they'll want to come back to us because we're going to keep on that, you know, that process with him. So number one is just the knowledge, just the knowledge and the experience and that consultancy strategy consulting approach versus the, I sell digital marketing approach. That's the number one thing that makes us different. There's a bunch of other things, but that's like the big thing. Uh, and, uh, if you want to get into the other things we can, or we can move on to something else. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. Uh, so I guess you would say we're not a one-size-fits-all company. We, we focus on what they need and work on those things, right? Am I right? Yeah, that's a, good, that's a really good point and kind of a good question because this is a little bit of a tricky area because um, we are, we're very customized and the word is bespoke, you know, like individualized, oh, customized. Right. We do that because of the fact that we have the consulting side. However, on the digital side, there are certain things that are cookie cutter for all businesses, certain services mm -hmm. that are very, very similar. And it would be stupid of us not to take advantage of the fact that we can create a one in certain circumstances, there are certain things that are kind of one size fit all um, mm -hmm. in terms of services and products that, that have to do with marketing. Because if we didn't do that, our prices would be sky high. So, right, so right, when, right, when somebody right. comes to me and says, well, are you going to customize everything about the way you do, you know, our, um, our SEO? I say, I, I would say, well, yeah, but also no, because there's certain, there's certain tasks that every single website need to have done. And for me to like reinvent the wheel on that would just be charging them money for no reason when they could just, it's kind of like if you need a car and you just need it to go from point A to point B, then you just got, you get an inexpensive economical car. If you want a fancy car that looks good and impresses people, that's a different car. So it depends on the business owner, but a lot of times they just need that point A to point B process for some of the things. And in that case, we will put together a package that is economical, that is kind of one size fits all because you don't need anything different. And, and a lot of things are commodities nowadays that, that you can get, that you just really want a low price on. There's certain things in, in digital marketing, especially that you can get it from anywhere. So really the price is the only differentiating factor. Again, though, that's something that sets us apart because I know these things, we know these things. Right. And so we're educating the business owner on what is important to have really, really customized and what isn't so important and what do you really just want to save money on, right? And then what we do is we put those together into a unique package. And then again, it goes back to individualized because if you look at it that way, then we're individualized again. You know, we, right. we are individualized because even though I gave him a bunch of her or him, a bunch of solutions that were commodities, it was a specific, um, it was a specific, you know, grouping of those that were unique to that business. So uh, I think it's a, it's a, it's a good question because it, it kind of, you could go both ways on how, how I answer that, you know? Right. So uh, let's, let's see if I were a, a business owner, 
I know that one of my, my main concerns was to, to see results on my investment, right? And uh, if you could, I would love for you to uh, tell us about that, that analogy that we came up with, with the tree and the orchard. If you could kind of like paint a picture of the, the whole thing, the money they invest in our services, how are they going to see the, the, the results and the benefits? This is great. So first of all, before I explain the tree, apple tree orchard uh, analogy, I'll just, I want to mention something else first that, that kind of sets it up. First of all, um, in general, you know, a lot of uh, marketing people, they kind of want to avoid that topic of, of accountability and results. They might give it lip service, but at the end of the day, there, there really isn't any. You know, they may do analytics and metrics and that's what all marketers now are pushing. It's like, oh, well, we got analytics and amazing. Like we can show you exactly where people are clicking and where your customers come, come from. And by the way, that hasn't been perfected uh, yet. It's getting better and better all the time. But there are some, there are many small businesses that can't uh, afford a really sophisticated system. So there's still sort of like, there's still a lot of ways where marketers kind of a shy away from that. I learned over time from being a business owner that I don't hide from any of that. In fact, instead of trying to even hide behind analytics, like, oh, I'll show you the analytics of what we're doing. Here's what I say about that. Number one is if you're going to pay us money, the only thing that counts is that you get a return on investment. Yeah. Like it's not one of the things that counts. It's the only thing that counts. The only thing. <laughs> so let's just, let's just get that on the, on the table. So if you're going to spend some money to hire a marketing team, which is basically what you're doing with us, you're hiring a marketing team outsource rather than trying to hire a bunch of employees, right? right? Then the whole purpose of having that is because it will grow your business. So what I say is in our business, since that's the fact, I'm not going to try to hide it, hide it or, or, or try to sneak around what I did was first I eliminated our annual contracts that most of the people in our industry use. So instead of locking somebody in, because I really want to lock in that relationship, you can spin that however you want. What I call that is you try, you're trying to, you know, not lose a client. Well, I, if you don't want to work with me, I don't want to work with you. If you're not seeing results, then stop paying us. So I just got rid of that because again, that's where I putting my money where my mouth is, which is okay. If, if results matter, well, then the only thing that matters is whether you're getting them. Well, then if you don't feel like you're getting them, then stop paying us. So you're not in a monthly contract. You're not in a yearly contract or anything. It's all month to month. You can cancel anytime. That was the first thing I did. Um, and that, that way we are in the hot seat where we have to perform. And if we don't perform, then you just get rid of us. And we don't, there's no fee. You're not charging you a fee to get rid of us or anything like that. Uh, so I have to say that first before we get into the analogy. because Yeah, I think that's important. It's another thing that sets us apart. Right. right. So uh, then the, the, the this was there's a couple different er, um, ways this analogy goes. The first one is leads. So most businesses, when they think of marketing, they have to do marketing because they want more leads and they want more leads so they can get more customers, clients or patients. Right. right. So uh, what the first thing they do, not all of them, but a lot of business owners uh, or uh, professional, independent professionals like real estate agents or something, the first thing they're going to do is type in you know, whatever I'm looking for. If I'm an attorney, I'm looking for personal injury cases, personal injury leads. And what I want to do is find a company that will just sell me the lead. I just want the lead. Give me the phone call and uh, lets me call them up. And, and if they're good leads, then I close them. And if they're bad leads, I can't close them. Right. Mm -hmm. 
which is also funny because a lot of times the closing percentage has to do with how good you are at selling. It has nothing to do with the quality of the lead, but you know, you could go back and forth and argue that all day long. So the first thing a lot of them think of is they do marketing to get leads. And that's partially true. However, when you go out and buy leads, what you're doing or what you're doing is you're buying apples. You're buying like, I want to, I want to make an apple pie. And so I'm going to need a cup. I would actually prefer to have an apple pie, you know, uh, creating factory, but I'm going to at least start out with making my own apple pie. So I need a couple apples. So you're going to go out and you're basically buying the apples. You're buying the leads. And those apples might be lousy apples. They might be full of worms. They may be, you don't know, they could have had, they all were um, created with pesticides and you wanted organic and they tell you it's organic, but it's not. You don't know anything about it. You just know it's this lead. And you hope that it's quality and then they promise it is, but you don't really know. And why do you not know? Because they hide their process. That's the way they make their money. They make their money by having this marketing set up and that they control and own. You don't own it. And then the result of their effort is is they give you the lead and they get to control this. And that's a great business model. Sometimes I wish I was in that business model. I've been in that business model in the past because what happens is, is if it works, then you need to buy more and you get addicted to it like crack. So now you got to buy more and more. And this guy, this, this gal guy, this company that has this lead generation system starts doing this, starts growing and getting bigger and bigger and bigger and more powerful. And if you don't believe me, or if you're, if you're not quite understanding the, that analogy, all you got to do is look at Zillow. Or if you're in the law profession, Avo or find law, or if you're in a general small business, Yelp. So what you do when you look at those businesses, you realize what are those businesses? They're not really even, decade or two ago, those kind of businesses wouldn't even have existed. The internet created those businesses. And they're almost like the new version of the yellow pages. They are a business that is there because you don't know how to do your own marketing. And because you don't know how to do it, they know a couple of tricks and the more money you give them, the more dependent you become on them. The more dependent you are on their result, then the power, more powerful they, they become, they become the powerful supplier. They are your powerful supplier and they become so powerful that they dictate terms. They're going to tell you how much you pay. They're going to tell you how much a lead is. And if you don't like it, there's 27 other real estate agents ready to buy the Zillow leads to the point where, and this is what's sad for real estate profession is in the beginning, Zillow was built on their backs and they bought into it. And now Zillow's trying to take over and actually squeeze them out. They're going to, they can create their own agents or just get rid of agents. That's their goal is to make wow. the and so the very customer base that created Zillow is now they're going to basically you know try to eliminate and who knows whether they're going to be successful or not that's that's beyond this conversation but now back to our analogy so if you can see that the apple the apple was the lead to make mm-hmm. the pie what we try to do and i think this is what you wanted me to get to i just took a long way to do it <laughs> is what we want to do is we want to actually teach you something different we want to help you plant your own apple tree So when you plant your own apple tree, what you're doing is you're creating your own lead generation system. So your own websites, your own advertisements, your own uh, reviews, your own, you know, where you control the universe of that. And then all of the, instead of having one apple, you have uh, dozens of apples, maybe hundreds of apples from that one big tree. Now you're not making one pie. You have tons of pies and you control the process. You know what kind of apples you're getting. You know whether you use pesticides or if there's worms or not. You know the whole thing. And then the analogy goes one step further is what our goal is with you as a business owner, if you are, if we're a good fit, not every client is, not every business is, we're not always the best fit for them. But if we are a good fit, 
and we become like that bolt on to their business. I actually prefer other agencies use that term. I don't like that. I, I like partnership. We are actually a partner with you in a sense that you're probably going to make, you, you know, you, you own your business, you get the lion's share of, of the profit, of course. But if, if we do a good job, you're going to want to keep hiring us. You're going to want to keep us there. And you're going to want to give us more money because we can do more with, with your money. And essentially what we're doing is we're helping you not just plant a tree, but we're, we're helping you plant an orchard of trees. And that has to do with growth mindset. Not every business owner has a growth mindset. Not every uh, business owner sees abundance mentality, especially with the coronavirus and all that. But mm -hmm. some of them still do. And those are the ones we're looking for because that's our mindset. Our mindset is, is, is rising tide raises all boats the givers are going to get. And what we're doing is we're looking for the businesses that are like, okay, I want to grow with that. And we, we start small with that business and plant the one tree with them. And as that, you know, as we find more cultivate the land, so to speak, and we find more opportunities, we, we, we uh, plant more trees. And that looks a lot of different ways. In some ways, the analogy can go further because if let's say you're a law firm or something, and I, I just say this because we have a couple of them, but you have a, you have one practice, you have an office, and you're, you're bust, at some point, you're busting at the seams. That's a good problem. What do you do? Well, in many cases, it's open another office and hire more attorneys. That would be the example of, open, of planting more trees or even having multiple orchards. So that is the end result. The opposite of that is to get addicted to the AVO leads. And they get more powerful. And more attorneys use that those listing sites. And pretty soon you're bouncing from lead generator to lead generator. And it's a very sad process because there's no partnership. You have no loyalty to any marketing company, which also means they have no loyalty to you. Right. See, if your marketing company has no loyalty to you, how can they really help you plant the orchard? We, when we work with a company, we don't work with their competitors across the street. That doesn't make any sense, right? So right. we ask, we are only going to work with that one firm and that it's so that, you know, we're not working with their competitor across the street. And we ask the same of them. We ask that they don't work with our competitors. And that, because that's only fair. If they work with our competitors, they're, they're hopping. And that's why we don't need a year long contract because it's a handshake agreement. And if it, is, right. if it makes sense and you're building an orchard, why would you ever, you know, rip out the gardener and shoot the gardener? We're the gardener, right, <laughs> like, right. like you're the landowner and we're the gardener and we're working together. And, you know, we know, we get to know that their particular garden, we get to know their particular trees and we get to know what's responding. And that takes a lot of expertise. So yeah. uh, very long answer, but I hope, hopefully I, I did a decent job. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely did. Uh, so that, that encompassed uh, a lot of the other questions I wanted to ask you actually, because it, it, um, you mentioned how you different what's in it for them. So instead of buying the apples they get to have their own tree or their own orchard where they can produce their own apples and they have control of them uh the next question i have for you well it's not not really a question but if you could share uh in these uh trying times that we're living how are you uh what kind of results are you getting your current clients yeah, I'm excited about this. Uh, I'm going to knock on wood here for a minute because I thought it would be a lot worse and it actually has turned out pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. We haven't, uh, we had one client who uh, decreased budget uh, and um, it wasn't a client that was a perfect fit for us anyway, but we were helping him out and he decre decreased budget, but didn't go away. Uh, mm -hmm. We had um, several clients increase their budget since the pandemic started with us. Now, what that means, let me translate that. There's no way they would do that unless they were actually doing better, right? right. So 
Um, I don't know if we, I don't want to get into the specific numbers here because I don't know if they want me to, I don't have permission yeah, necessarily, right. but I, I can give you some industries, for example, in, um, even in, I have a couple of businesses that are in home services and they were scared because no one wanted them in their home. Nah, you know, they, they, they were supposed to shut down, but they were actually able to find safe ways to follow the law and, and remain, you know, able to do it. And people wanted their service enough to have them come in and fix stuff. And um, they're actually doing better. Their business is booming right now. And we, he told me that he, he's never, he wanted more of these certain kinds of um, deals that were uh, COD, meaning people that were um, paying uh, for them, their service directly rather than going through insurance companies because they didn't make as much money on the insurance or the warranty. Sorry, they didn't make as much money on the warranty side of their business. They wanted more people that just wanted them to do more custom work. That he said that side of their business has been booming. And what we did to do that, by the way, if you're wondering, well, what did I do? Did I do anything? Yeah, we did. We fixed his website. Um, he had kind of a nice looking but older website that was very limited and did not have very, it had very poor SEO. His, his ranking online was very low. And we did a couple things to improve his SEO and to develop content for him so that Google and Bing and all those search engines would better find him. And we uh, cleaned up all of his listings and directories and citations, which they had never done. And we established him a social media presence. And we haven't even added, added paid ads yet. This is strictly organic work that we did. And um, he's never been busier. So that was an example. Another example is a, a, a law firm uh, bankruptcy attorneys. It's a little sadder because bankruptcies are up, uh, but uh, they increase their budgets. Um, it, they've doubled most of the stuff that they're doing and working on in terms of digital marketing. They got really more involved in Google AdWords and Facebook ads, uh, videos on Facebook, uh, doing a, a lot more content. Um, and that has kept them very busy and steady. And they did more probate and wills and estate planning as well uh, because uh, uh, they were started to, they decided if they could, once they got their marketing channel going in bankruptcy, uh, then they could do another parallel one in estate planning. And I tell everybody, you can, you can have as many target markets as you want, but you can't focus them all at the same time. You build one target market at a time. So what they did is they already established this one target market, the bankruptcy market and um, credit repair and all that. And they'd already kind of gotten that going. And so all we did is amp it up. And then be, once we had that system running pretty well, then we, we kind of pioneered a new one for them, which was estate planning and wills and trusts and probate. And that's a whole different kind of customer. So we created new campaigns for them and slowly got them off the ground. And the good news was with the pandemic, even though people are a little wishy-washy about spending money in general, everybody needs a will, you know, and everybody starts yeah. thinking about planning when things are tough. And uh, so that helped them as well. So, uh, and then a third one I have, which you think would be uh, another example, uh, a home stager. So here's one that's totally reliant on the real estate industry. And at first they weren't even allowing real estate agents to go into houses. So uh, she just switched her business to a slightly different focus. She did, uh, she was doing events and stuff too, like events planning basically, or event design events were shut down obviously. So yeah. she started doing online consultations to help people to pre prepare their homes to sell. Uh, she also uh, pivoted in a few other ways like that, providing more online versions of what she did and more uh, custom uh, interior design 
and found ways to do a lot like this over Zoom. And then once they allowed real estate agents to go back in, the real estate agents were so chomping at the bit to get things moving, to get their paychecks up, that her actually business started booming again. Uh, in addition to that, she's adding uh, a potential of selling furniture because she has all the, a warehouse full of furniture so she can rent or sell it as well. So she has other streams of income. She was forced to kind of pivot and think of more streams of income. So in that case, we have what we do, all of these examples I'm, I'm giving you so you can see all we do is we, we, ro we ride the, 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 the tide with them. If things right. are tough, we help them cinch down you know, and we help them focus on the 80-20, the 20% the that's the most effective that gets them 80% of the results. And maybe we have to trim budgets elsewhere, but we ride right. it out with them because we know in the long run, when it goes back up, we'll be there with them too, right? right. So, and those that were doing well, we just help them to uh, pour the gasoline on it in the right places. Mm -hmm. So I think during this time, for the most part, either we've just gotten lucky or we're doing something right because all of our, our business actually grew, our business, and all of our, because all of our clients' businesses have either stabilized and held on or grown, um, hopefully grown. And more people than ever need help with digital marketing because everything is pushing to digital now. I should have right. probably started with this conversation. Really, this is, should all be about the importance of digital marketing because everything is being pushed into digital like right. crazy. If you're not cutting edge digital, you're already behind. Even if you're a local brick and mortar business, you need to be online every which way you can, not just a website or not just your Facebook account. We're talking all social media, all of it. It's, it's, it, there's never been a, bit, a better time to do a lot of internet marketing and it's cheaper. The, uh, there's mm -hmm. discounts on ads. Everything's discounted. I mean, you can get people to watch your videos on Facebook now for pennies. Imagine running a TV commercial on local TV is thousands of dollars just for a 30 second spot. Um, you know, a couple hundred dollars for each spot, I should say. And for, we could get people to watch your whole infomercial on the internet for a couple of cents, you know? Wow. So that, those are just some other thoughts for you too, Jorge. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so basically if I'm a small business owner with a limited budget, or if I'm a medium sized business with a decent budget, or if I'm a superpower company with a lot of money to throw at, um, digital marketing, you can help me, correct? Let me, let, yeah, this is a good question. I wanna talk about our target market so that we know if you're a good fit, because not everybody is. I would say the answer to your question is, is yes, and there may be different ways we help. So if you're a really big business, I did, I was chief marketing officer for a construction company doing, we, we got them from about 13.8 million to 17.8 million in one year. So that, that kind of level, uh, but not like a, you know, a billion dollar company right? That we have never worked with a billion dollar company. Maybe I can help them. Maybe I could give them some pointers or something, but they probably have an in-house marketing team with a hundred people already. And you know, it's probably not a good fit for us unless they just want to, they're curious what local businesses are doing for comparison. I don't know. If it's a local business though, uh, then definitely a good fit. If it's a tiny startup or somebody who's got like a dog walking business or lawn, mowing lawns, they started yesterday. And then I can still help them a little bit but what I'm probably going to do, to be honest with you, is I'm just going to point them in the right direction and not take their money because uh, there's a lot that they need to do before it really makes sense to hire a team or an in-house person. We're perfect. Here, I'm tell you who we're perfect for. If you're a small business, but you've been, you're, you're trying to grow, you're on the verge of growing or you just grew a bit. Uh, you're trying to add another truck to your fleet um, or you're thinking you need to hire a marketing person. 
Okay. So now mm -hmm. let me, let me, let me clarify. When you first start a business, oftentimes you do, you wear all the hats, but it gets to the point where you're thinking, man, I need an assistant for this. I can't handle social media. I don't have time to sit there and look at Facebook. You know, if you're having those thoughts, that's when you want to call us because typically if you hire the average secretary and it depends on which statistic you look at, but you're going to be spending, you know, $42,000 a year or whatever, like $43,000 a year, right? I mean, you're, you're going to spend bare minimum just to get an, an administrative assistant or a secretary. That's the average one. And that's before you pay their benefits and their, you know, like insurance, and you got your payroll tax that you pay, you're, you're forced to be the government's tax collector and all that. You got a lot of fees just to have somebody, and then you gotta have a space for them and give them their equipment. So having an employee is really expensive, right? What we offer is for, a, for usually less money, even if you're going all out with us, for less money that you would have to pay that one person, you can have our entire marketing team with a, basically an outsourced chief marketing officer at your disposal to help you grow your business. Now, of course, we're not dedicated only to you. We, we, we do have some other clients, but because we're, we have efficient systems and because we're, mm -hmm. there's, there's, we have a team of, you know, a people, not just one person, but a team of people, you, we basically can give you 99% of the time, we're gonna give you way better results and way better quality of service for less money than you would spend by actually hiring somebody in-house. So we're, we're the perfect one for when you're thinking of hiring someone or you do have one person and uh, we call we used to call them, this is a little derogatory, so forgive me, but it, you know, maybe I should change this language, but we used to call them barista Betty or um, waiter Walt or something like that. And what it was, was it was a person and no offense to somebody that works at Starbucks or whatever. I'm, they're all, I, I know a lot of them are great people. They're great. They're fantastic. But a lot of business owners, it's not them that I'm making fun of here. It's the business owner of, I'm sorry, guys, but I got to make fun of you. <laughs> what you do is you go, oh, I need help. So the first thing you do is you think of that person as an expense and not an asset. And so what you do is you go, I need to find the cheapest person I can possibly find to get this work done. So right away, your mindset is I want low quality crap. <laughs> I mean, and you go, well, no, 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 I, don't, I didn't mean that. I want the best person at the lowest price. Do you want the best person or not? Because the best person is never at the lowest price. So what they do is they, they, this mindset of they're all expenses, they're not investments. So they go and they find somebody who says, I know how to do digital marketing. And they're basically somebody that was serving coffee yesterday. And today they're your digital marketer. Now there's nothing wrong with that. And in some cases it actually makes sense if they have a lot of talent and they're gonna be very diligent and they're gonna, they have a lot of time and they're really inexpensive, yeah, maybe it's good. But what usually happens is you hire that person to be your assistant with everything. I want you to handle the mail that's coming in and I want you to handle all these loose ends and you need to pick up the phone and don't, you got to remind me to submit the, the, the bookkeeping to the, to the account. In fact, can you do bookkeeping? And oh, by the way, I want you to do your digital marketing, my digital marketing. Think about that. Digital marketing requires years of experience. There's some people that get their entire degrees just in digital marketing now. There's certificates all over the place. Not only that, but there's real world experience. The only people that really know digital marketing, the ones that have done it in the real world for their own business that they own and control, kind of like investing. It, you know, right. does your financial planner actually invest in his, what his own recommendations, right? So that, that is such a huge thing. And we're going to give that whole responsibility, the most important factor of the entire business, which is lead generation, right? If money doesn't come in, you don't have a business. I'm going to give that big giant responsibility to this person that was, you know, slinging coffee yesterday. Like that doesn't even make any sense at all. So what I like to get at is, hey, if you're gonna, if you're at that point in your business where you, you either are getting help and then that person needs guidance, 
or you don't have help and you're looking to hire it, we're the ones. Because we can come in even with your, with your assistant and we can help him or her. We can guide them. We can say, oh, okay, well, you got this person doing so, a Facebook post for you. Cool. They can keep doing that. Um, we're going to build an infrastructure and plan around them with all the other components that they're not doing. And uh, they can do what their strong suit is and we'll do what our strong suit is and we'll make room for them. And, you know, they can just be, a, they can fit into the plan. So you're basically building, you're getting the best of both worlds. You're building a marketing team without having to build the whole thing in-house. So if you were to build that whole thing in-house, it's so expensive. The average chief marketing officer is $125,000 a year. So if you wanted to hire somebody like me or even entry level me, and they're going to be in your business and they're going to sit there at a desk, you got to pay them 125 grand and you got to give them benefits. And then they're going to tinker and try to figure out your marketing plan. For a fraction of that, that's what we, our whole team can do for you, probably better than they can anyway. And if you already have a chief marketing officer, then there's still a use for us because on our ex, on our, on, we can work together with that person to help them uh, find solutions and low cost solutions for everything that they need. So in that case, we switch roles to, well, you have somebody in-house that's really totally focused on it. We can talk to them like a coach. We can coach them with our experience and give them perspective. That, and, and we can help coach them up and make them even better chief marketing officer. And then in addition, when they're looking for stuff, we're the go-tos. Hey, uh, you know, I need, to buy, um, I need to buy TV ads. Where do I go? Well, I got a connection for that. I got several connections for that. We'll find you the best price. So then we become a different, slightly different role, but it's still useful. So in that case, Jorge, to answer your question, yeah, we can help bigger businesses for sure. We definitely can help them. Uh, we can help them buy media. We can help them do sophisticated direct mail. We can help them on the high end on data purchases, uh, you know, for their analytics. We can help those bigger companies too. But I would say the perfect one for us right now is that one that's just, it's growing. They've got money. There's a little money in the budget. They want, they want to know where to put that money. And, but they're not ready to go all out with some really expensive in-house marketing team. That's like the perfect sweet spot for us. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> we can edit this part, but <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Um, I think you mostly answered all the questions I had, like even in the future, I was going to ask you, like you answered most of them. I think maybe if we can mention something about, um, well, you was the, the one that communicating. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do, uh, so if I understand correctly, uh, a business owner, uh, will benefit in different ways. Uh, so you create a system that will communicate with each other or work in conjunction with other platforms, other sources uh, to, to build their, their tree, their apple tree, and eventually their apple orchard, correct? Yeah, so every, in digital marketing, we do um, analysis of a, of a, of a business's uh, presence, usually before we do anything. And um, it involves a few factors. You know, there's your, there's the actual website itself. Uh, there's um, listings, directories, citations, that kind of thing that has to do with SEO, but it's basically where your business, your name, address, phone number, website are listed across the, the internet and whether it's accurate or not. There's, uh, there is SEO itself, search engine optimization, both on the website, off the website, uh, technical, all that. Uh, there is social media. And how that you know relates to uh, the content on the website. Uh, there is um, uh, paid advertising, and which is also tied in with with social because a lot of social has a paid option, right? And uh, then there's there's also um, 
reputation management, what has to do with reviews, which if you're a local business, even if you're not, even if you're a major brand, reviews are incredibly important and becoming more and more important. So the reviews, but not just the reviews, but whenever you're mentioned anywhere on the internet, when someone mentions you on a blog article, when there's comments in a feed somewhere, it's not just your actual star review on Google, although that is critical, but also anytime that your reputation's on the line. So all of the things I just mentioned are all important. You can't say, well, I just wanna buy, um, I just need a website. It's kind of pointless if no one ever finds it. It's a billboard in the desert, right? Or I just wanna have really good SEO. Well, you can't, you don't know what Google rules are gonna change next week, much less next month. You could pour thousands of dollars into SEO and have it change overnight. It's happened. I've seen businesses, entire businesses um, destroyed because they were relying only on organic traffic from Google and they put all of their eggs in one basket and then Google changed a rule. It could happen. It does happen. It's not just a maybe, it does happen. Um, you could just do Facebook and all of a sudden your target market decides they don't let you know, like, your, like Facebook or worse and more realistic, Facebook spanks you. They do that all the time. They say, I don't like your posts anymore, I'm gonna take you down. I've seen entire accounts basically banned individual accounts too. I know somebody personally who has done nothing wrong. They're not posting controversial stuff, but for whatever reason, Facebook shut their account down. They cannot access it or any of their business pages. Luckily, before they were shut down, um, they had granted me access to be an admin on their page so I can still help them get into their own page. They can't even use their Facebook account, um, their personal account. So what I'm trying to get at, Jorge, is yes, of course, we want to build a comprehensive system and i look at it kind of like investing it's diversified portfolio so instead of putting all your eggs in the one basket we have multiple streams of of lead sources multiple streams of income for your business multiple revenues uh, generating uh, methods with marketing you don't you don't want to rely on one also like you were hinting at this it's not just that you don't want to rely on one but also they tend to integrate and help each other exactly. you want multi-step multimedia uh, marketing, multi-step, multi-channel, multimedia, multi-everything. You want it all, all integrated. So I'll give you an example of, of one that I've seen that's doing it really well. And it's not just digital. There's somebody, you can buy a list. They bought a list of their ideal target market. They sent a postcard to that person. Wait a minute, that's old school. Who does that? I thought this was all about the internet. No, whatever works is what we do. Send a postcard, the client sees it, it drives them to a website. They go to the website to get their free download or free whatever. Once they hit the website, it triggers a cookie on that website. Mm -hmm. They get their stuff. They're also subscribed to the email list. Now they're receiving the emails. They're reading emails. What they triggered the cookie. So when they go to Facebook, they're seeing ads. When they go to Instagram, they're seeing ads. Because they were at the website, they also see the YouTube ad when they're elsewhere. When they're reading the, you know, some other website, they see a banner. They're constantly reminded it's called omnipresence with omni-channel marketing. It's making you look like you're everywhere, but only to the ideal person. You don't want to be everywhere to everybody. It's too expensive. But you can be everywhere to the ideal person and look like a celebrity. You're building your credibility, your celebrity status, and your authority. You're teaching. You're, doing, you're not just blasting them with ads, though. You're, you're teaching. You're doing what we call intent-based branding, which is high-quality, education-based, interesting content. Could be, hopefully, entertaining, too, but most at least interesting. And it builds goodwill, and you're also making offers in there. So you're building your brand while making offers, while making money. That's essentially what it is. You're showing one video, and then you're showing more videos. So what I just outlined was very, very high-level. 
to answer your question, you absolutely need to have a comprehensive marketing solution. This is another reason why I think we're different. You know, earlier I talked about us different because of consulting, but this is another thing that makes us different. Our approach is holistic. Our approach is the big picture. Our approach is, mm -hmm. is not just what technique is working now, but what are all the techniques that are working now and how quickly can we learn them because everything's changing constantly. And the only way we're ever going to be successful is if we can change with it. That's another problem with digital marketing agencies is they don't change. They come up with a nice little system. They do the same thing for all their clients, but then things change and they have a hard time adapting and all their clients see is, is their revenue going down and they mm -hmm. complain to the marketing agency, but the marketing agency, they're doing their best. They just they haven't changed and they, they work harder and they get less result. So what we have to do is stay out ahead and to learn what's new and, and, and what's working. Right. So anyone who is uh, a business owner that wants to grow their business or is in the cusp of breaking, having that breakthrough, or they just have to have more clients or customers, they need to contact us, correct? Yes. I would say, <laughs> you know, if, if you're looking for more uh, clients, customers, or patients, you want to grow your business, but you want to do it with less headaches, then you need to call us. Oh, we right. want to reduce the stress on the business owner. You know, if I were to get real and personal for a minute, it's not really about digital marketing for me. I didn't really start this business because I just wanted to do digital marketing. It was because I like entrepreneurs and small business owners. And I think that yeah. they're the backbone of the country. And I feel like if more people could be start businesses, it would change our, our world Absolutely. and it could do a lot of good. And because of that, it's really about helping them find their freedom. Most right. entrepreneurs didn't start their business because they wanted to be chained to their desk 80 hours a week. They didn't start their business so they could end up making less money than they do as an employee. It happens all the time though. You start a business and the business owns you. You don't own it. You right. thought you were, it was the land of the free for you, but what it really was, was it was just a bigger set of golden handcuffs. Right. And no, a lot of people don't like to admit it or, or they can't stomach that, but it can be true. The good news though, is that you can break those handcuffs. If you are the owner or, and you, or you are a part owner, if you have any control whatsoever, you can change it and you can make it work for you instead of you just working for it. And so that's really what we're doing. We're trying to offer a solution that makes sense economically. Yeah, we get them leads so that they can convert those into sales. Yeah, that's kind of what we do and how we do it as digital marketing. But the why, which I think is more important, is so that they can be freed up so that right. they don't have to do it. Um, in fact, the clients that we do the best with, some of them like to hold us accountable and they want to learn and that's okay. I, I'm okay. I have a couple clients they like to learn. And so they ask lots of questions and they're digging into everything. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's a fine line between that and crossing over to micromanaging us because they have control issues. And what we find is that they do that with everybody in their business. And that, I mean, it's, you know, you could say, well, too bad. That's the way they want to run it. It is too bad, but not for me. I'm not, it's not, it's not me that's upset. I'm sad for them because what they did is they create a situation where their obsessive control freak stuff keeps them from building a truly freedom uh, creating business because they're not really free because they don't trust anybody. So they can't really build a team that's going to grow without them. What I think every entrepreneur really wants is a self-managing company. Who wants that? Right. Right. Everybody wants a self-managing company, right? Yeah. Well, we're a part of that puzzle because we provide the professionalism and the expertise in the marketing side to help keep that happening. Even if you have an in-house team, we're helping that team. We're providing that, that additional value in terms of the, the consulting plus the execution. So, 
-hmm. Hopefully that answered your question. It did, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's all the questions I had for you today. I think we, we uh, provided a lot of information for them. Uh, pretty good idea of what we do, how we do it, and how can they benefit from uh, giving us a call. All right. Thanks, Jorge. Yeah, thank you. Okay, let me pause. Thanks for listening to the Get Leads First podcast. To find more ways to generate leads for your business, visit getleadsfirst.com.